Hello, welcome once again to Bullets, Brothels, and Bots, a Westworld podcast mentioned on Huffington Post and one of the top Westworld podcasts on Stitcher, among other places, wherever you find podcasts. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. And with me in the state of Michigan, this is Eric. Eric, how are you, sir? I am well. Excellent. And in the state of New York? Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Good. And for folks who don't know, Michigan and New York are also in the U.S. of A. <laughs> now, uh, sorry, this is to be a um, Now, uh, for uh, folks who don't know who we are, we are a podcast that discusses each week uh, the episodes on HBO's Westworld television series. This is season three, episode eight episode. Uh, so that would be Crisis Theory. Uh, we are recording this on May 4th, 2020. The episode came out on the 3rd of May, 2020. And this is actually the season finale. For folks who are curious, this will be our last episode of the season until, until the season four comes out. Because, or maybe uh, not. Well, we've decided that uh, we're, we're going to talk about the whole season as well as to, uh, the season finale tonight. And so uh, we'll just wrap it up here. Um, and then in a year and a half from now, assuming uh, the, the Chinese haven't nuked all of us yet, we will be back maybe, or Eric will abort, press the abort button. But uh, either way, uh, um, this will be our final episode for season three of Westworld. So, uh, where you can find us is www.darkdiscussions.com. We are the, I guess, a subcategory podcast or a podcast that's a spinoff of the Dark Discussions podcast. Dark Discussions uh, is the podcast that discusses genre films weekly, and that will continue. But uh, this episode here, uh, for folks who want to follow us, um, rather than creating a whole new website, we just put it under the darkdiscussions.com website where there's a page you can go to also you can find us uh two spots um on any place podcasts are found you can find us at dark discussions podcast rss feed or you can just search for bullets brothels and bots a westworld podcast and the difference is is the bullets brothels and bots rss feed is just this podcast while the dark discussions podcast encompasses all our podcasts including this as well as the dark discussions um now eric uh, i mentioned the website uh, what else can people find there uh, they can find a bunch of stuff on the right-hand side of the front page. You can find links to uh, Friends of the Podcast and check all them out. Uh, up at the top of the page, there's a link to our articles section where you can read articles written by our hosts. Uh, we have one up there by a non-host, don't we? I thought we did at one point. Anyway, oh, we all need to write more articles because I don't think there's been anything added to that section since 2018. Um <laughs> Then there's also an audio section uh, that contains every single episode. Uh, everything. <laughs> Try that one again. Contains every single episode of the Dark Discussions podcast, as well as all the spinoffs, including this one. Uh, available to download for free. So there's bound to be something that catches your interest there. Check it out. And then on the front page in the center, it's a link to our Patreon account. Patreon allows you to financially support your online artists. Producing this show is not free of cost to us. Uh, we need to pay for things like server costs and running movies and uh, web hosting and all that fun stuff. Uh, so if you would like to help us offset the cost of producing this show, 
that's how you can do it. Uh, you can follow the link to patreon.com slash dark discussions. And for every $5 a month that you care to donate, you'll have the opportunity to submit a topic for us to possibly cover on dark discussions. Uh, we take all these submissions from our patrons and draw them quarterly at random. So we do a show on a topic chosen by one of our patrons. Uh, to find out all about that, you can go to patreon.com slash dark discussions or follow the link on the front page of darkdiscussions.com. That's right. And a couple of things. Uh, we have a email address, darkdiscussions at AOL.com. We do have an email tonight. However, if you have further email about Westworld, still email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com, and your email will be read on the Dark Discussions podcast because sometimes we still get emails about the Game of Thrones podcast that we did and various other things, and uh, we read all our emails over there as well. Also, you can go to the Facebook group, Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group, where there's discussions of all things genre-related, including Westworld. So uh, it'll be curious to see if uh, folks enjoyed this episode or not on our Facebook group. And you can go and join the discussion or start your own topic and discuss anything genre-related. Um, all right. So uh, I think uh, we uh, mentioned, I said, Crisis Theory is the name of the, the episode. Jennifer Getzinger is the director. Denise Tay and Jonathan Nolan are the co-writers. Um and um, last week's episode, which was the past pawn, actually got 810,000 uh, viewers, which was the second highest of the season uh, after the debut episode. I'll be curious to see what this episode gets, but uh, we will not know for a few days. And so uh, we will not be able to report that. Um, so I guess we can uh, go around and discuss what we thought about this episode prior to reading our email and uh, why don't you start mike um well we're not just doing it in brief before we go into a, an in-depth discussion because i have some uh you know nuanced points of view about the episode in the season as a whole uh but just to keep it short i would basically say i felt um <laughs> yeah that that about that about sums it up I think, we're all on, I think we're all on the same page here. Um, yeah, me. Um, I will uh, talk about my details and, and reasons why I felt this way, but I think my feelings for this episode were similar to Mike's. Eric? Um, yeah, uh, the motion passes, um, as the case may be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not, not a fan. Uh, very disappointing. Yes, yes. We, we needed Archie Bunker here to do his Bronx cheer for everybody. That's how <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So uh, somewhat uh, disappointing, unfortunately. Um, uh, we do have an email uh, that we're going to read, but we also have a, a minor one-sentence follow-up uh, that I, I just received a little while ago after a rewatch by our uh, listener who emailed us. And uh, I believe this is... The segment, what does the fox say, Eric? No, it's not. There is no segment with that name. So uh, but we I, did get, I, <laughs> but we did get an email from a random person from Parts Unknown whose you know, identity is, is unknown. There's no sound that no one knows. What does the fox say? What the fox say? 
so it says, hello, gents, for the last time in a long while until season four. For a season where the pacing and storytelling has had its issues, the season finale was what the best of Westworld is and has been. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood was simply glorious, and Eric, your tweet to her was spot on. I loved her action sequences, but it was her emotional take on beauty, which resonated so perfectly to me. Those moments just show how gifted she is. Vincent Cassell sadly remained diminished in his role in the finale. No fault to him, as I've enjoyed his performance all season. Uh, just not quite the ending for such a strong character in all his previous appearances this season. As you guys discussed, the Bernard story all season has seemed off, but he got to have some great scene discussing grief and how we all have different ways of dealing with loss. My hope is season four treats him far better than season three has. Tessa Thompson channeled her menace with zeal, and now we really, truly have the man in black. Woohoo. I shall rant no longer, but thank you, gents, for yet another great and stellar season of Bullets, Brothels, and Bots. Thank you for all your efforts and time. Thank you for allowing me to rant and have my very cherished segment. Not a segment. I wish you guys, your loved ones, and all listeners many blessings of abundance and good health, and we can uh, that we can all come out the other side of this pandemic mess and have a happier and brighter future for all of us. Take care, and you guys rock. Unsigned from Parts Unknown. <laughs> all right, so uh, Sean Fox, uh, he uh, actually sent the second email, uh, and this is what he stated. He goes, my first watch of the finale went much better than my rewatch. My email I sent to you guys was before my rewatch. So if you haven't recorded yet, you can say my rewatch did not fare as well. <laughs> Good to, I, glad I, to hear it, Sean. Glad yes. to hear it. <laughs> I get why folks are bummed. I don't want to be all negative. Uh, but Vincent Cassell and, and Tandy Newton both deserved far better, as did Jeffrey Wright. He is a good actor, and yet the comedy garbage they did this season was so horrible. Really does make me think either season three should have been shorter, or they should have put together a better story. Season three feels like the annoying relative that visits you, but you have to deal with them because they are family, but you don't enjoy when they visit. But I will stop harassing you folks and let you get ready to record. Thank you, as always, for letting me rant and banter on with you folks. Sean from uh, Canada. All right. Very good. What does the fuck say? Yeah, so he actually, the poor bastard actually had to waste two and uh, three hours of his life because he rewatched it twice. <laughs> <the second time. laughs> I feel really yeah, I, I, I usually watch the episodes twice or, or try. I, I just couldn't. Yeah, me neither. I, and it's not that, uh, you know, it's, it's just, there's something there, there's, there's, it's, it's a culmination of frustration. Um, I think if you had never watched episode of Westworld, uh, which would be weird, they'd be watching the season three finale. Uh, but if you were watching it, having never watched Westworld, I think you would notice it is impeccably crafted. Um, the acting is great. The direction is solid. The, the act, uh, the action is fine. The music is superb, you know, so it's got everything there. The problem is the connective tissue, right? Which is all supposed to culminate in this episode. So, because if you were a new viewer tuning into episode 28 of the series for the first time, you wouldn't realize the lack of uh, payoff and development and, and seeding that should have gone on and pacing for the previous seven right. episodes for this season. 
The only thing I enjoyed about this episode is the fact that I was right again. <laughs> and Dolores did indeed choose Caleb on purpose. Yes, yes, you're correct. You're correct. And now we also learned why Ed Harris was not happy with his character's role this season. Yeah, because mm. they killed him off. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Did he die? I, 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 yeah, they killed him off. They, they, they cut his throat. Jeez. Yeah, I even missed. I missed it. So now, so, so now they're going to miss that. Well, I had, I had, uh, I watched the first hour, and then um, I, it was midnight because I, I decided to watch uh, Waco with with my uh, my wife. Finish mm. that series up, and and so I watched the last half hour this afternoon, meaning five thirty during the supper hour, and you have two little kids saying, "Daddy, I want more olives." Daddy, I want more. <laughs> Jeez, Daddy, I want. I was like, okay, 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 and and I kind of missed missed that he, he had his throat chopped. Oh yeah, it, it was it wasn't. Uh, it was pre- it was pretty obvious. He must have actually not been facing the screen when it happened. Yeah, I I think you're right. Yeah, so I'll have to go waste five minutes of my life and rewatch that one section. <laughs> um, now, um, also we we uh, so found out that Stubbs role yeah he had no value at all and i, I mean it's just unfortunate nor, nor did bernard oh and then we had the, theoretically the, the he best. has a purpose but this whole season has been a waste of time as far as his story goes and then we have have vincent cassell turn into dr no <laughs> <laughs> this is what i'm going to do now <laughs> goons kill this man <laughs> while i turn my back and do nothing <laughs> It was like, so stupid, James Bond villain number twelve. Oh, oh my God. shit! You're that you're not you're not completely wrong on that. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that really was horrifying. No, but one of the uh, one of the scenes I did actually enjoy was the fight between Maeve and uh, Dolores, uh, yeah, and that's was- actually what my my tweet was about. I just tweeted Evan Rachel Woods. I said, "You are a fantastic action star. You should have your own movie franchise." Um, yeah, yeah, she could she could be a Marvel or DC hero. Or n- not even a, not even a existing property. We give her her own thing. Yes, yes, they could create a action hero. Uh, just yep. some random action, like hero. an assassin yep. or something, you know, whatever. You know. That's right. Yeah, yeah. She could she could be a barbarian woman. She could be a, a spy. She could be mm-hmm. a mafia hit woman. She could be anything. Right. Could I awesome. like to see it happen. Absolutely. So all of you big, powerful Hollywood people that listen to this podcast, make it happen. That's right. Nothing post. Because okay. <laughs> no. those people listen to this podcast. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. You never know. They, they may. You never know. I mean, they're they're sitting at home doing nothing too. I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, so, so so if they like Westworld, they go. Oh, let's listen to these smocks and see if they're any good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Well, we'll listen to him. Um, all right, so I guess we can discuss and dissect for folks who are curious. Yes, we spoil everything because folks who are listening to this obviously have seen the episode. This is not a movie review uh, uh, podcast. This is a dis- dissect and, re- I guess, yeah, somewhat review, but dissect and evaluate. Uh, the episode, and uh, hopefully we can just evaluate it a little better than just saying it sucked. So, 
Um, yeah, so, okay. So this whole season, um, Caleb has been, you know, uh, the man that Dolores has chosen to work with. Um, and we were even debating as recently as last episode whether or not she had chosen him for a reason. Turns out that she had. But the reason, apparently, like, apparently the quality that you need to be a leader among men um, is not raping robots when you have the chance. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I understand. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because she was there and she was one of the robots, how that would impact her. But, I mean, that's kind of a low bar. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, because technically. Well, is it, though? <laughs> is it a low bar? Yeah. It should yeah. be a low bar. If not, then we're all fucked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It, it was like a do X machina. Yeah. So as as happy as I was to be correct again, uh, that's lame. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially when it's to do X machina and comes out of nowhere. It's, it's like what? Uh, uh, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then what was the deal like Sarek was 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 he being controlled by Rahoboam or did he just have the voice in his ear? I think yeah. it was just the voice in his ear. I think he okay. was just a lick spittle. Okay. Yeah, I think he kinda was independent but pretty much decided to let or or listen to Rahoban because Rehoban and him were kind of on the same page, and Rehoban obviously is smarter than a human because Rehoban knows everything. So I think, yeah. So I think he kind of was almost unintentionally a, a slave of Rehoban, right. even though he didn't even know he was. Okay. Well, he had a robe him in his ear telling him what to do and he did it so i, I think he well, knew I it maybe I think he wasn't was... a slave so much as a willing servant yeah that's uh, right yeah, that's a much, better yeah. term yeah yeah that, yeah yeah exactly Which so that, that was all kind of very bizarre the, the whole the whole thing uh, um i guess we can discuss certain role uh well i don't even know how we want to talk about it because as quickly as possible well <laughs> So basically, picking up from the chaos that started at the end of see, episode six, right? Um, yeah. I mean, we can kind of do character at a time. Is uh, Caleb and Dolores are making their way back to uh, actually before that, uh, one of um, Sirach's servants collects um, collects Maeve. Dolores. And Dolores. He doesn't collect Dolores, he collects Maeve. And um, Caleb collects oh, the, the pearl, right. from, pearl from Dolores right. and then stealing some technology from uh, de, uh, from Ex Machina. Uh, they, he puts uh, Dolores back into her an old host body. You know, one of those version one or so, the, the ones that are mechanical with the hinged mm-hmm. heads that we saw way back in season one. 
I gotta say, uh, that's probably one of the coolest visual robot effects I've seen since Ex Machina. Yes. That was yeah, pretty nifty. I would agree. Yeah, it was, it, it, and that that was very well done. I I liked that, and you know, this is not where it goes off the rails. Yeah, um, you're, you're right. I guess they they showed Dolores's body filled with blood and around her head, and I was like, where the hell did that come from? I don't remember her. And then we, the reason was is because he ripped the meaning Caleb ripped the the um, thing yep. out of her head. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Um, yeah, and puts her back together again so that they can go to. Um, win the day to defeat oh you know what we did forget I did forget something I apologize to defeat Rehoboam and Sirach and liberate humanity or or will they um, and here's the thing I forgot to mention is because uh, this was how the episode started right was the sort of kind of flashback or dream sequence with Dolores and Maeve right was that at the beginning of the episode I think it was sprinkled throughout the episode okay where she talks about um, how yeah, her line ahead. from the very first season, uh, as if it's you know been thirteen seasons, it was only two seasons ago. Um, uh, about you know with all the ugly things in the world, she chooses to see the beauty in it, which is basically their way of doing the Jedi hand wave of you know you the audience I'll forget that she was robot Hitler last season. <laughs> um, and you know I, I have mentioned this that she supposedly had something of a change of heart last season. Mm-hmm. We just never really got a clear uh, statement as to what her, 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 what it was, right? What her plan was, what she wanted. <clears throat> and I guess it was just to go back to being sweet old Dolores with a gun and leather. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that was a thing. Um, anyway, so they, they set off and they're intercepted by Ciroc's forces and they're interrupted, uh, intercepted by Charlotte's forces and Charlotte, who, when last we left was all lovey dovey with her family and had vowed revenge on Dolores because she blamed Dolores for getting her family blowed up good, uh, is now trying to destroy humanity and she's thankful of that Dolores has removed from her the emotional burden of having a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that makes no sense. If anything, you would yeah, say, I, you were right all along. Not, not, or, ha, 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 now I'm going to kill you too. Right, well, it would have been <laughs> useful if they could make it more clear as to who done blown up her, her family, right? Was it, was it Charlotte or was it Ciroc? And, you know, who does she, is she mad at one or both? And if she's mad at, Charlotte, why is she? I, I don't know. If she's mad at the robot, why is she helping the people? Up her family. She's mad at Dolores because Dolores made her go back in to retrieve information, and and that's what brought her to uh, Sarak's attention. Yeah, right. And and also, Dolores kept on saying the family didn't matter, and yet she continued to go back to the family. And then by going back to the family, the family blows up whether it was Sorak or not, and yet she's happy the family's killed because now she doesn't have the burden. And yet, I don't know, it just makes no sense. You know, I mean, it's it's just weird because she does, she, all right, she's upset with 
Dolores because Dolores is Dolores, but, but she's more than Dolores. She's also Charlotte and loves the family. And then the family's dead. So maybe that's what makes her angry at Sarak. And, but I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I mean, there's no reason for her to be angry at Sarak. Yeah, thank God you killed my family. I'm, I'm, I don't have that burden anymore. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if she's. I, I think it's a broad classification to say she's happy about her family being dead. I don't think that's a hundred percent true. Uh, I think she's uh, she's trying to reason a way to move on, uh, saying that her emotional attachment to the family was a weakness, and without that weakness, she'll be able to do more. Um, but she's still mad about it. I don't know, Eric. I mean, she may have been at first, but, you know, I mean, obviously, here's, here's the problem. They, do they that, give you, they, don't, they don't give you enough. They don't give you right. enough to say one way or another. Right. And, and this is um, them withholding information when they really shouldn't be withholding information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've mentioned this in the past um, on the Dark Discussions podcast, the uh, the Finding Nemo story, right, where they were the, – the whole idea of Finding Nemo is that you you were not supposed to find out why the father is this neurotic mess until the end of the film when there was supposed to be this surprise reveal that, you know, the he watched his wife and spawn murdered by a barracuda. And it was supposed to be, aha, this sudden twist as to when you found why you find out he's been a bit of a dick the entire film. The problem is, by withholding that from the audience, you spend the entire film thinking he's a dick and you don't care when you get there. You can't <laughs> right. suddenly feel sympathetic. And when they took that scene and moved it to the beginning of the movie, suddenly he becomes a sympathetic character and they lose the shock and surprise, but it makes the film as a whole work. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't like, say, Planet of the Apes, where if he, you know, Charlton Heston knew he was spoiler warning on Earth the whole time. It would have changed the story slightly, but not meaningfully. Whereas by putting that surprise at the end of the film, it takes the guy's struggle and his victory, and then gives him a swift, hard kick to the nuts at the very end. <laughs> right. Right. That has a yeah. real um, a, a intended emotional impact on the story. Here, we have no idea who we're supposed to be rooting for the entire season. Right. Um, we don't. We still, still don't. don't. <laughs> we still don't. <laughs> there was highly no unsatisfying. Right. There is no good reason for Dolores to be playing these cards close to her vest the whole time. Um, if her, her goal was to just let Caleb choose life or whatever it is or that she she has a positive mission there's no that does it does the sorry for the stutter uh it doesn't make sense that she sends off bernard to the wilderness and to try to stop her from liberating humanity when he has no idea what the hell she's doing and probably his goals would be more in, in in simpatico with her if she just said something, you know, sort of, you know, the thing was same thing with Maeve. There was no reason for Maeve to be just turned into odd job, you know, a bond henchman <laughs> the entire season. 
any more than there's a reason for her to say, you know, I'm living in the year 2058. We have all these high-powered weapons. Let me run around with a sword. Yeah, right. I meant to bring that up last episode and just decided to let it go. Um, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of that's. Uh, I'm just waiting for it to come out with with uh, uh, chainmail armor and, and a, 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 a crossbow and say it's not speaking in with an English accent, which actually she has an English accent. So. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, samurai sword, wicked cool. Reason for it being there, not so clear. Uh, and also, she needs right. to, to take care of that thing. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to scrape it across the concrete. Yeah, well, and I'll, and I'll say this. Yeah. Um, I, I could totally see someone asking Maeve, why are you carrying a samurai sword? And I could ha- hear her say something a little bit better, but basically say, because it's wicked cool. Um, I could see that. Uh, but nobody ever asked, and I also don't say, well, why are you wearing a, carrying a samurai weapon with you without, a, you know, a firearm? I understand keeping it as a backup, yeah, yeah. you know, but give her a gun yeah, first, she could, she and then, could, she could then be... come up with an excuse to, to lose it. So the right. same way they she, did she with the She could have a pistol, she could have a Kalashnikov, uh, you know, a bound against her back, but she has no firearm, not even a boat and arrow. And it's just like, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. And because um, we've seen all you need is one bullet. And, and even though these robots live longer than humans, they do uh, uh, basically st- stop them. So you would think she would be like Dolores and actually have firearms. So it, it's just bizarre. Except that it's wicked cool. Right. And, and really, that's the answer. It's wicked cool. They wanted to have a samurai sword in the show. But they should so have be it. And then, you know and then, and then we—I was also bummed that um, all of her minions just disappear. It's like, why aren't her minions with her? You know, like like uh, Clementine and, and and everybody. I mean, they just—I don't know. Just they were well, they're the they're place. Well, because I yeah, I think that's all. Uh, oh, I they were in Chicago. Right? They, they, I think the problem is they started. They started next season's story too soon, <laughs> and this is something we're going to get more of in season four, since there will be a season four. Um, but the, that came at sort of an expense of. The whole Charlotte story. We could have just left with Charlotte crawling all the way from the wreckage and not seen Charlotte again. And this story kind of would have played out the exact same way, right? Um, you could have saved, it, saved the Musashi thing for the beginning of next season. is sort of wrapping up odds and ends maybe with um, with that Dolores plot. But, you know, and in exchange of having to do that, a little bit you're distracting from what should be the main story you have done jack shit with <laughs> um bernard and Stubbs and mave um why is and it that we really get black. this yeah and, and and the man in, well the man in black at least had something of an arc you know which is a little frustrating because well, then was, they kill him it, it was just simply to have him lose his company and that was it nothing else so they should have just left them in the mental institution and had them get killed there or something. I mean, yeah, there's all, or they didn't even need to bring them back. Right. Because we end up with a, you did get, there was a robot William at the end, right? I did. 
Robot Not William? You. Yes. Man in, you got Robot Man in Black at the end of the, 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 in the post-credit sequence. Oh, see, I didn't see that. I, 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 when I have little kids and the credits came up, I have to shut it off because I need more olives. I need more cheese. There is a pause option. <laughs> yeah, I never got back to it, though. Uh, yeah, you need so to watch the post credit scene. Definitely need to watch it because um, yeah. for me, that was the, I, at least for me, I thought that was the most redeeming part of the episode because that right. was kind of the story I wanted to see this season. Um, and that, that's also part of the problem is that we went through all of this only to end up kind of where I thought we were going to be last year with, you know, <laughs> right. with Dolores raising a robot army to take over the world. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so this was, this is a, I haven't, I only watched like an episode or two of person of interest, you know, but this whole thing of using metadata to police human behavior and guide human behavior seems to be a, a thing for Jonathan Nolan. It is a side story to what we've been watching in Westworld. The Westworld has partly been about what makes us human. And certainly you could get into the debate about nature and nurture and therefore does thematically fit in that regard. Um, but this really did seem like a, a, side story to almost all the rest of the Westworld story that we've been watching up till now. So, at least for me. And and I don't yeah, care I don't that it's disagree. And I don't oh, care I that it's in I don't care that it's in in future world. I don't care that we didn't spend, you know, more than half of an episode in Westworld itself. Um, I really don't. Um, I don't care that it, you know, the the dialogue wasn't as deep and philosophical and poetical as it was. We're in a different setting with different characters. It all, that all made sense to me. And I really did enjoy the first six episodes of this season to one extent. Exact same here. The first six episodes were great because they didn't focus on Caleb and they focused on cool stuff. Right. But this is, this reminded me of Battlestar Galactica where Battlestar Galactica started every episode with, you know, and the Cylons have a plan. And by the end of the series, you went, the Scions may have had a plan, but they never told the writers what it was. Because <laughs> um, uh, the writers were making it all up as they went along, you right. know, even to the point where they have to, they have the Scions number. That's too. Yeah. Um, and, and Law said, well, we'll just give mystery after mystery and just strung them along for mysteries without, you know, and. And, you know, without necessarily having a, a final solution to what the ultimate mystery would be. Um, here, I don't think that's entirely the case. I think that they have had a broad idea of where they're going with the series. I don't know, you know, not in detail, because all sorts of things can happen with actors and contracts and budgets and so forth. But I do think they knew, you know, what season one was and season two would be the robot rebellion in the park. Season three would be this story out in the real world, you know, and then season four, you know, I'm guessing is going to be that, um, you know, the, the collapse of civilization, you know, and, um, and sort of that post-apocalyptic scenario, although when it takes place and whatnot is, is, going to be up for debate and who takes part and you know who's coming back or not because you know there's there are people who are really upset online 
because they killed off Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, I, I'm one of those people. I, I, I'm not online, but I'm one of those people. That, well, that, but, but okay. you have, here's the thing. If, if, if I were 100% sure she's never coming back, yeah, I'd be upset about it. Uh, but death, like, they've taken all stakes away from death in this show. It means yeah. absolutely fucking nothing yeah. anymore. Right. That's true. Well, especially for, for a host. Right. It's or, one thing. Or, it's or, or, fate, or even not host, because Charlotte came back. Uh, William's coming back. Right. Yeah, and but it's hidden. also it's also not this not really the same character. So it depends. It's, but you get the actor back, and the reality is when we say we like the character, most of us we just mean we like the actor, right? right. So you may like you can say I really like Dolores. What you mean is you like Evan Rachel Wood. So even though Charlotte's coming back, and that's really Dolores, it's just mm-hmm. not the same thing. Right. Right. Um. Right. But we have got, and this has surprised me. Mildly, that there has been no comment about whether or not Evan Rachel Wood is going is contractually coming back for next season. Now that may be a contract issue. They may or be, it could be a Game of Thrones thing where they're trying to hide it, you know, like Jon Snow. Yeah, but this is a show where it is so well incorporated into the storyline. So yeah, she'll be back, and you could just say she will be back. You will see her again in one form or another. Will it be in a flashback? Will it be as a memory? Will it be, um, you know, as software, hardware, a completely new Dolores? It could be any of those things. Just say, yes, she will be back. So she's not gone completely. Just, you know, just sort of like, you know, we weren't sure about Anthony Hopkins in season two. I don't know if they're going to be able to sit on this, though, for the next, what, two year years? And year and a half? Yeah. You know, and if we're going to find out eventually that she's going to come back, then just tell us she's coming back. This iteration or, or of Dolores. Just... Well, they never told us either way about Anthony Hopkins' character, right? And 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 anyway, you can't really trust him anymore because you know, like get John Snow, you know, the actor that played John Snow, uh, Harrington, Kevin Harrington, he kept on saying that he was dead, right? He, yeah, I'm not. You know, what are you going to do? Well, he was dead. And, well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but he was—he was careful. He was—they they carefully worded it. You know, he wouldn't answer whether they were, he was off the show, and most people knew he wasn't. And it was just—it was—it was a game, um, and not a lot of people bought into it. Here, who knows? Um, and the weird thing is, I know. I think Eric, you said that the pacing was was weird, and yeah. I think you have. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sean, too- Sean Fox mentioned that. Too, yeah. Email, the second email. Yeah. The the thing is, so you've got not nearly enough story for Bernard, William, and Maeve to justify eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Right. Charlotte and Dolores, well, and, I think, needed are they already more than what they got? Right. Well, and and we're already down to there's so little characters now, and I don't really think anybody was really that big of a fan of the Charlotte character even last season. And no. even last season, she wasn't that huge of a character. So it's like, really, when you think about it, they only, there's only really Maeve and Dolores that actually had important roles, or, or at least screen time, I should say, this season. Bernard's character was, was a waste, as Eric said. And Stubbs was, was secondary until this season, where they brought him to... Uh, main cast, but he still barely had any scene screen time too. So really it's like, if you take away Dolores, it's like, 
are they really thinking that everybody's on board because of Caleb now as a, as a main character? It's like, I don't like this character that much anyway. So it's like, I'm not coming back next year just because of Caleb. I was coming back because of Tandy Newton, um, right. Anthony Hopkins, uh, you know, Evan Rachel Wood, those type of characters, not these other characters that they're just adding, you know, in season three. It's like, I don't care about these characters. And I, and I would wager that Aaron Paul probably got the most screen time this season, or at least the it's most possibly. time about his character, because he was you know, foc- the focus of episode one, right? Episode yeah. which introduced him. Episode three, wasn't that the milkshake episode? Um, yeah. Episode That's five, right. <laughs> episode five, yeah. which was um, uh, the the genre episode. And then episodes, yeah. the last two episodes, seven and eight. So out of a five, an eight episode season, he had, you know, the A or B story in five of those episodes. And I like Aaron Paul a lot, thanks to Westworld. Uh, not Westworld, Breaking Bad. Thank, I, I like him as an actor. I think he's good. I don't think he's, I'm not sure he's leading man material, but he's certainly a good supporting character. And, and even on that show, even on that show, he was like the fourth best character because you had Walter White and you had, had right, but that's and, and Trent Trotter and you had Saul. That's a different topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a different. Yeah, and but the point is that, but that that's that's not Westworld. We're tuning into Westworld because right. we want to see more Dolores, Maeve, Bernard, uh, William. Th- those are the, the four main characters in the series. Those so are the ones we want to see. Had, had he not died off? Right. I mean, look, I, I may I may love William Shatner. But I don't want to see him as the lead actor, you know, in uh, in Game of Thrones because you know it's just that's not the reason I'm tuning in to see Game of Thrones. Special right. episode, fine. Let us right. get to know the character and then bring him well, slowly Aaron, to the fore. But Aaron Paul is it, is it? But Aaron Paul ain't no William Shatner either. No, right? um, he's better than point, William Shatner. Yep. Yeah. Bite your tongue. Well, but um, a lot better than William Shatner. Not as an icon. Not as an icon. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. And at least Aaron Paul isn't Canadian. But anyway. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue, Mike. I'm sorry. But the point is, he's not the reason we're tuning into this show. He's a new character. Ease the character in slowly. Don't turn him into Cousin Oliver. And that's right. kind well, of what well, I think I like- they think. I liked Vincent Cassell much better than Aaron Paul's character this year. And it looks like Vincent Cassell may not have a part next season. Well, probably not. And he shouldn't, you know, he's, he's dead. Right. Well, um, we don't know. Did he die? I don't die. Yeah, I think they just left him. He, oh he yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm no, pretty I think sure he's, he's dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, didn't he get yeah. shot? Well, he was yeah. wounded, but, and that's what he called nine one one, but Roboten wouldn't, wasn't responding to him anymore, and I think they just right. Him. So nine one one never but, got called. He he bled out on the floor. Yeah, and I have to think if you are if if Rabom is not whispering in his ear, he isn't much of a threat to anybody. Right, right. Um, but, but his besides much more he, than Aaron Paul's character. And yeah, but he's a he's a villain, and we are much more conditioned to accept a rotating villain in TV series yeah. than as a lead. Yeah, but, um, but you know, he—he he, it was interesting though because he was as gray as everybody else on the show until the last episode where he started pretending he was James Bond, villain twelve. 
Yeah, but we all knew he was a villain from the beginning. Um, yeah. Yes, sir. So, yeah, so so it's just really this weird thing. Like, did we really spend time with Dolores as Dolores, right? Meaning, um, not the show. Or, or, no, not the show. I mean, like, as I mean, Evan Rachel. Rachel Wood was in a lot of scenes. Yeah, she was. But it was almost always from the point of view of okay. Caleb or the point of view of Charlotte or the point of view of Maeve. We didn't see a whole lot of Dolores' story. And I think that goes back to they wanted to keep her story in their pocket so they can go, surprise, she's a reformed Nazi Hitler <laughs> robot. Right. That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, why is it that we had to get that far with Maeve to get enough dialogue to really lay out for the last couple of episodes that all she's interested in is getting her daughter back, which is just so frustrating because that completely destroys what was her arc in the second season. Right. Um, where she, where she lets her daughter go. Right. You know? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, why are you after your daughter when you wanted to let her go and now you change your mind and they didn't have a, a story arc that showed why she changed her mind or what, occurred to make her change her mind right i mean for christ i mean you, you take oh i don't know supernatural first season they were hunting the yellow-eyed demon and then they moved on right right it, it would have really sucked if episode season seven oh wait we're back to hunting the yellow-eyed demon after all the yeah and that's kind of what they did here she resolved it she went to get back to her daughter decided to let her daughter go for her daughter's own good and it was a sacrifice. It was an important thing about her character. And then, nah, I don't think so. And I don't know if this was something where the producers or, or the show, the or HBO or Warner Brothers said, you know what? We need to pull back a lot of fans that like after season two. You've got to erase some of those things. You've got to make Dolores not the villain. Uh, you've got to, you know, go back to Andy Newton wanting to get back with her daughter. These are the, the storylines people liked. And it's like, yeah, but... I don't know. I know that they, they supposedly were told. They were supposedly. I don't know if they were told or they, they just decided they on their own, listening to feedback that they wanted a more straightforward story. And lo and behold, there was no time fuckery. There was nobody who was a secret robot or a secret computer program or hologram. There was no hiding the fact that we were really in a virtual reality or the fifth world, a uh, park in Westworld. Nope. Everything was pretty much what they said it was by the end of the episode, which, which, right? which is usually good if it yes. was well, well crafted, but it wasn't well crafted. Right. You, you can still set up a, a payoff. Well, the I, I want to correct you on your, on your terminology there, Phil, because I think this series is well crafted as far as the quality of the visuals and everything. Oh, uh, I, bet I, I think right. it's a poor, poor story. Right. I meant right. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. When I say craft, I meant the, the writing craft and not to dish the people who write the show. Cause I'll, that's I'll cool. I just dish. was looking for clarity. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And the reason, let me explain why I meant, we'll, we'll use change the semantics to bad writing instead of craft, because you're absolutely right. The, everything else with the show was fantastic, including the acting and special effects and everything. Um, and, and, and the dresses and, and the ponytails and all that good stuff. But, <laughs> The thing is, in the high heels too. Maybe but the thing win the is, ponytail and, award. and 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 don't don't forget the riot control robots. That's true. Chekhov's riot control robot. 
That's true. Those were good. Uh, Robocop right there. Um, but the problem He's my was, new favorite character. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, the problem was is that they had no story, no real good story for the man in black or Bernard and, and which includes Stubbs. And then Tandy's story, as Sean Fox mentioned, and Mike just mentioned, um, was unfortunate. And then Dolores' story was almost completely focused around Caleb, who is this new character that none of us really necessarily care about because we went out, we didn't come in to watch Aaron Paul. We came in to watch Dolores and, and Maeve and, and like you said, Mike, the other characters. And so you, you just have this story that is straightforward. Oh, and then Vincent Cassell's character, he's awesome. But as, as Mike, I said, he's great, but Mike said, yeah, but we already, we knew from episode one that he was the villain. And so it was badly made right written because you either make him, Truly, the villain. I, I don't know. It's just. It was just unfortunate. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't disagree with you, but yeah. I feel like we've been spinning on this point for a while. So maybe we should yep. talk about something else. Well, but it's what it feels like to me is if you you know, watch the show and they change showrunners and nothing yeah. feels right afterwards. Right. Right. Sure, sure. There, there's just something different. I don't know if they changed the writing room. I don't know because it's obviously it's still uh, Nolan and Joy who are doing this. Yeah. Yep. Um. Uh. I mean, like I'll point to Walking Dead. You know, Walking Dead has changed showrunners about five times, and there's a very noticeable tone shift in tone in that series every time they do it. Um, and, and American Gods, right? We, we've noticed that. And American Gods, yeah, huge, huge change there. But there wasn't one, so I don't know. If something again, it could have been orders from on high to change how they're doing things. Um, they could have been uh, a shakeup in the writers' room. I don't know what it was, but these are things that you know where i thought based on what happened in past seasons i had some faith that they were going to you know put the bow on it they were going to take these loose threads and tie them all up and nope bernard and mave and uh and william were, and Stubbs are all still just kind of hanging out there at the end of the season and and then they kill off evan rachel woods doors uh, maybe maybe so it's like well, all right. Um, but now they have Maeve and Caleb teaming up. Yeah, and they also have uh, Charlotte with... Uh, actually, is this what Phil missed in the post credit sequence, Mike? Did he miss the... the uh, did he miss that whole confrontation? I think I may have. Between... Because the last I saw Charlotte... William and Charlotte, yeah. Yeah, then I didn't see any of that. I, I, last time I saw Charlotte was she was a hologram, and only Dolores. Oh, it. yeah, you missed like the the, the, the most important scenes of the episode. Uh, well, that pisses me off that they they have these. I mean, what is this? The, the Marvel. This is the third movies? season in a row they've done it. Yeah, I guess so. All right. <laughs> So the the post post credit you didn't have to watch very many credits to get to it either. It was like thirty seconds credits and then they showed it. Um but the but but they the did very, last season, that's usually the, the sign you want to wait. Yeah, but <laughs> that was two that was like seven years ago. Last right. season. I forgot. So the scene you see after the credits is that uh William shows up at Delos. Um 
and wants to talk to Charlotte. And the receptionist is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to save the world. Uh, and he shoots a security guy and then busts down into the lab uh, and finds Charlotte there. And Charlotte has made the man in black as a host. Um, so Ed Harris comes out of the shadow, dresses the man in black and kills Ed Harris in a suit. Uh, and there's now Ed Harris, man in black host in existence. And then right, so, so the, the real Ed Harris, see, that's what it was. The real Ed Harris was just disappeared. If, if I didn't watch the credits, Right. In, this, in the credits, he gets killed. Oh, right. <laughs> that's right. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and then the last shot you see uh, before that it's really over is the, the lights going on um, in above in a big, big room above row after row of uh, body printing machines. All right, so they're going to make an ro- uh, army of robots. They're, they're, well, she's a Della, so, so they're like... Opening the now, parks again, I think. I, I don't understand this because Charlotte, everybody knows you would think blew up in a car accident. So they would, why would they, wouldn't they be questioning who knew why that? Here? Who actually, there was no body. Yeah, I guess so. Well, she, everybody knew she was fired. So why is she in there? Was she though? Yeah. When? Uh, I, I don't remember him, uh, him saying he fired. Got fired. He said, You're out of here. Didn't he? Did he turn in? The oh, papers? it was discovered that she was a host. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so why this would is they, a, but this is, but this, is, this is this is while the world is collapsing around them. I don't know that everybody was really paying attention to it, and or since that Vincent they're Cassell still is, alive. <laughs> yeah, and since Vincent Cassell is dead, um, you know who's going to argue? Um, I don't know that he took the time to terminate her yeah, papers. But but, but every, at her desk. I, I assume the entire company knows that she's a host. So why would they allow why Charlotte? Why would you assume that? Because you would think that it would have been announced because he said we have to get her. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, don't, I mean, I, I would think the moment if there's a criminal in where I work or where you work, Eric, immediately they're going to say, don't let that individual back into the building ever again. He's a danger or she's a danger. So you would think. She, wasn't, she never left the building. They just took yeah. her away. No, she fled. You remember? And then she, she ran Eventually, back. Yeah, but then there was mass chaos happening everywhere. Right. Yeah, I guess. But but again, all those people that died, they all know in the building, they knew Shawa killed all the security guards. So I don't know. It just doesn't. Did a lot anybody of in that building live? We don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> There's also the fact that in the post credit sequence, it's back to being labeled as Delos again. So yeah. whatever happened with the Insight acquisition uh, apparently got undone. Man, this is poor story writing. My God, I, I don't disagree. I'm just, I'm just laying. Yeah, all right, all right. I mean, I, I see where you're getting at. It's just that it's, man, that's so sloppy. So the other thing that happens is that we we then cut to Bernard sitting in the motel room. The maid has clearly not been in there for a long, long time because he's <laughs> covered with about a half an inch of dust. And and then he we see wakes that he's, he up. wakes up, and that's where they end it. Um, now, why he had an inch thick of dust on him, and how much time had passed, they never clarified. Well, was Stubb still there, or was he dead in the tub? Still? We didn't see. We didn't. Okay. I'm assuming he's dead in the tub. Oh yeah, um, 
It, so. it depends on what happens with his, his negotiations with his agent. <laughs> well, also, oh. also, I still don't understand how Charlotte was able to shut down Rachel, uh, Evan Rachel Woods, Dolores. How the hell did she shut her down? Uh, I was unclear on that myself. Yeah, that didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So, shall we stop talking about the show forever? (laughs) Well, I don't know about forever, but definitely... I vote forever. uh, Fuck this show. Well, it it, it definitely leaves a bad taste in my mouth. This whole episode was was sloppy, to be polite, and horrible to be truthful. Let's just pretend it ended at season two. Well, season two... I, I was kind of in in with a lot of folks who, who felt season two was was, was well. Then you could go back to watch season one. Yeah, season one was pretty solid. That, that was that, actually I liked the as Mike said. I thought the six first six episodes of this season was awesome. It was like cyberpunk awesomeness, and then six and seven kind of. Besides, actually, if episode six didn't have the fight scene, which I know Mike, you, you weren't too much of a fan with, or I should say episode seven didn't have the fight scene. I wouldn't have liked episode seven at all, but the only thing that made it good was because they had a fight scene that took us away from the nonsense of Caleb. But anyway, no, I see. I, I, in spite of myself, perhaps, um, I'm still curious to see what they're going to do in season four. Because this is kind of the story I wanted to see, or maybe the story I wanted to see in the first place, which was the robot uprising. Um, although I'm sure it's not going to be that simple because, you know, they've got to put pearls on the robots and, you know, whose bodies are going to be. But Well, um, and, and it kind of sucks, though. It's not that I'd rather have seen the robots in the park say what suddenly becomes sentient and say, let's rebel like they were doing. That's what happened in season two. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 now it's just going to be new robots that are going like, to. So it's just going to be like tanks. They're just, they're just weapons now. They're not even. Well, we don't we don't know. Like we don't know is next season going to be um, Charlotte trying to get Bernard so she can get the um, access to the, the the minds of the hosts to put them back into their bodies. Um, we don't really know yet what's going to happen with season four. You know, is season four going to be about the robots or about trying to stop them from build from, from completing the robots? Um, and, and again, all of this is, and and that I don't mind because you, you know, it's intended to tantalize you, not necessarily to tell you exactly what's going to happen. That's the reason why you have to tune in for season four. I don't, um, and there are loose ends. You know, what happened to, uh, we might be seeing what some of these characters Lynch? Lynch? What happened what, to what happened? Fuck about Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could see why they got him. They needed somebody to to, to make that interception in the during the riot. Um, he's a running back, Mike. Yes, I was yeah, about well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they, they stopped it though. He didn't get the by the goalpost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the goal. Um. Look, and I and I I actually liked his character. I thought he was fine in the part. Um, I think it's one of the most painful things I've ever seen is uh, any episode of Saturday Night Live that's featured a, an athlete. Um, mm-hmm. Watch them try to act and be funny because they're terrible. Uh, 
Well, except for 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 Peyton Manning's United Way commercial, that was pretty goddamn funny. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, oh, uh, the, Larry, the Larry Bird and Michael Jordan was pretty good too. You remember the the McDonald's one where they go, they're playing what is a horse? You know, right, after, I, I, I never saw that. Well, yeah, it was like from twenty five years ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> so anyway, uh, so I I think he was fine. So I, I, if I if you didn't know he was a football player, I wouldn't know he was a football player, and I would not have thought twice about it. But um, uh, here's another thing we don't. But like, so we've got um, Clementine. We've got um, Japanese armistice. We might see other players come back into this now next season. Um, and maybe they will return some of the cast members again. Maybe somebody will finally be right. And yes, somebody will end up being Teddy. Uh, we'll see. I still uh, can't believe that they wiped out the man in black that easily and, and just replaced them. It's like, oh, come on. Well, we knew that was going to happen at some point from the post credit season uh, sequence of last season. Yeah, but I was hoping he was going to be the hero. Suddenly he was going to be a hero or a redeemed. No, he was, yeah, yeah, I think that was pretty clear last time. Just because he says it doesn't mean it's true. True, right. <laughs> yeah. That he was still kind of deranged. That he was still blaming it all on the, on the robots. And um, guess what? A robot is perfectly capable of kicking the crap out of a 70-year-old man. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Um, and then he'll be happy because he won't be the man in white this season. He'll be, Next season, he'll be back to being the man in black. Um, now, again, we can really ask the question, why the fuck did Charlotte dress him up in the cowboy outfit? Because they had it around, arms? that's why. Right. Uh, she, maybe she wants to... It, it, it was fan service. Write him cowgirl? Um, <laughs> what, what, do you think? Maybe maybe they'll, they'll have Charlotte take her pearl and put it into an Evan Rachel Wood body, and then we can go back to Evan Rachel Wood now. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Charlotte or that the actress that plays Charlotte, but she ain't no Evan Rachel Wood. No, I hear you. And, and if she's not back, I'm not back. No it way is. I have any interest in watching this show without Evan Rachel yeah. Wood in it. Yeah, so, but, but Tandy's good. You like Tandy? Yeah, but but like given this season, I do not give a fuck anymore. This yeah, show is worthless a, to me. I have no interest in yeah. this story. Um. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. What the fuck was with Lawrence? Who's Lawrence? I don't care. Who's the, Lawrence? The cop at the beginning of the episode. I don't remember. Was that. Like, what, what? He basically he delivered the, the information. The, did he, you just watch the middle of the episode? He delivered the guy. Mike, I'm trying to answer your question. He yes. delivered the information to Bernard that Bernard has the key in him. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The San Francisco cop. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the at the gas station. Yeah, that yes. that was like like more fan service, really. Was that Dolores in a Lawrence body? Was that a Lawrence? What I mean? Don't care. I thought it was. And when I, originally, I thought it was Tandy because I said, okay, this must be another one of Tandy's, uh, you know, people bringing them back. You know, like like Clementine. But why would? Tandy's character be helping Bernard, so it makes no sense. You're absolutely right, Mike. Yeah, so I think sense. that was. Don't care. I think I think he was like a Musashi, um, and a Dolores in a different host's body. But it was just such a weird thing to drop. Like they, it felt like saying, "Oh, oh, yeah." By the way, we forgot there was one other Dolores out there, and it's going to be Eeny, Meeny, Miny Lawrence. Lawrence is going to be you. 
right. And in the middle of the gunfight, be somebody the audience could recognize, so you would know it was a host. That's all. Yeah, that's it. That's probably true. And, and, and in the middle of the the gunfight with the man in black, it, it was just an excuse to get him to escape too, so he could get killed later. I guess at the end of the credits. Unlike me, who just thought he disappeared, he ran away, and that's it. <laughs> what happened? I can't believe you didn't watch that. Well, it's like it was like I'm not sitting through 30 more seconds of my life after watching that hour and a half of crap. <laughs> and I got two kids begging me for more more snacks and, and man, just traumatized by the olives. Yeah, exactly. Olives and cheese. I need more olives. Olives, olives, olives. They have it you, for the TV. Bill, they haven't invented one for the kids dream yet. That he's a pimento and he's being stuffed in the middle of an olive. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but again, though, I didn't know there was going to be credits after the stuff after the credits. I was like, why would I didn't think? Well, then you have like, not learned from the previous two seasons. Yeah, but but like I said, that was twenty three years ago. I don't remember. A year and a half. Same difference. It's like I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what happened last Same week. Difference. I mean, come on, two years, two two and a half years, whatever. Same thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, out of mind, out of sight. Yeah, you're making lame excuses. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Are we done yet? I was like. Twelve oh five last night. I was trying to watch the last half hour. I just couldn't do it. I was like, I'm falling asleep. So, <laughs> I, had, I had to do priorities. So I had to watch a, a show with the wife, and so we watched the last three episodes of Waco. Any good? It's awesome. It's the best show ever. Hmm. That means nothing coming from you. Well, that's right. That's right. <laughs> It, it's, it, it works very well for me because everything in it was exactly what I, I've been saying even back tw- 27 years ago when it happened or whatever, what I was saying about Ruby Ridge and Waco even back then. So it was right, right, right there. Everything. Because I, as we know, a, a, the TV series about a historical event will never take liberties with the truth. Can we kill this podcast now? Not when it had this. this. Not when this has this been. Oh, I, I, also, Eric, I've been watching that Apple TV show, uh, uh, Defending Jacob. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, Chris Chris Evans and then the chick from Downtown Abbey is in it. They're the leads, and their son is charged with murder. And it's pretty good. Four episodes in so far. And uh, my, my wife never didn't know who Chris Evans was because she never have seen a Marvel sh- movie, so she didn't know mm-hmm. who he was. Yeah, so it's uh, done now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh that's yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, it ain't no Waco. Like it, it ain't no Waco, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Just give me Far Cry Five, Waco, and Richard Jewell and my life is is, is in harmony. Mm-hmm. And, and and you'll be on the FBI list too. Yeah, absolutely. I probably am. <laughs> They're the most evil organization in the history of the world. <laughs> good Lord. You're absolutely right, Mike. No. God bless you. I'm right there with you. Hyperbole, Phil. Well, you're right. Obviously, I'm being hyperbole there. I was going to say, I think the Nazis outranked the FBI. Well, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. (laughs) The worst organization in the history of the United States. That that sounds a little better. Sounds a little better. I don't know. There's still the League of Women Voters. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Let's move on. Anyway, anyway, okay. So, uh, yeah, I gotta stop playing some Far Cry Five tonight. That's good. That's good. Anyway, uh, 
Yeah, so so it was, it was a major disappointment. I, I I could not believe they turned Vincent Cassell into a Bond villain. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And this is my plan. And now kill this Caleb man, my friends, instead of me just shooting him right now. <laughs> yeah, that was another one. <laughs> like, oh my god, what? Are you kidding me? As if we know that that he's not going to die now. I mean, obviously, that was so horrible. Oh my god, that was so de- de- devastating. Well, and there was also the stupidity of uh, Caleb having that little uh, USB key or whatever the fuck it was with the final plan on it, and then getting caught, and then that thing getting smashed. But then Dolores somehow being able to accomplish the same thing? What the fuck was all that? Well, her mind is disappearing. It's a last. And then and then uh, Tandy, or I should say Maeve, comes out and says, the last um, memory was the key. That's like so that. fucking dumb. Like, what? Made no <laughs> sense. Right. <sighs> I'm really curious how they're going to react to this. I mean, the fans don't like it for the most part. Uh, I am still seeing people respond to, well, just because you're too stupid to understand it. No, 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 no. I understood it. (laughs) I understood. And I I actually, I'm not even getting in the arguments with them. I have just seen them berating people because they didn't like because they didn't understand it. And there there were people who have been lost all season. I don't understand why. Uh, again, I think it's just because people were were conditioned to overthink it. Mm-hmm. But no, they just well, did, they they just did not they did not close the circle here that they they needed to do. Well, and, and there's another thing too is I, like we, I I wasn't really um, talking Westworld at all on TV. I mean Facebook, but I, you know uh, there was a few that popped up there in my scroll when I looked down Facebook, and some people were saying, "Yes, yeah, so what do you think of this or that?" And then so a lot of people underneath were saying, well, I, after, after season two, I stopped watching it because it was, I, didn't, I hated season two. So if those people aren't coming back after season two, I don't think they would come back after season one. So, I mean, season three. So the people who made it through season three, a lot of them are feeling like Eric right now. Like, fuck this show. Yep. Especially if Evan Rachel Wood's gone. So it's like, and, that, and our agent will be happy to hear that. Yes, yes, they, yes, yes, they most certainly will. Because, uh, well, she, it depends on if she wants to keep doing this or not. Right, right, that's true. So, and and it's like I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking they thought by bringing Aaron Paul in that Aaron Paul was big enough name of all those Breaking Bad people that they would bring him in. And it's like I don't know, dude. I I, I like Breaking Bad a lot, but. He wasn't the character that I was wa- I was looking forward to to watch that show. Well, so because you're, you, you know he's a good actor. In, Bill, Bill, they didn't bring in the character; they brought in the actor. Yeah, but but as an actor, everybody recognizes him as that actor, right? The guy from Breaking Bad, because he hasn't really done anything else that's that huge compared to that. So, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad and you know the actor, you're going to go, "Oh, I'm going to watch Westworld because Aaron Paul's on it." I don't know, maybe, but. I, don't I know. think your feelings about Aaron Paul are different than most people's who have watched Breaking Bad. Yeah, well, I'm not saying he's bad. He's, he's a good character. I liked him, but I mean, I put him in the same category as Hank or, or something. I mean, I mean, it was. It I was understand. Always... I'm saying that most people have a a more prominent profile of him in their head. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. 
But I think yeah. it's and, also and, telling. Do you remember what he first did right after Breaking Bad? Yeah. Wasn't it some movie? Yeah, I think it was Need for Speed. And do you remember what happened to that movie? It was not well received. Yeah, nobody cared. Um, yeah. Because this is sort of like, you know, uh, uh, Anson Weber and Happy Days thinking he's going to spin off into his own career. You know, it's just, yeah, he's a supporting <laughs> character. Well, wait a minute, was that the guy that played Potsy? Yeah. Holy shit, how right. did I pull that out of the back of my brain? And, and he did go on to be a TV director, right? He went on to a, to a, a, a career as a director. Uh, I, I just couldn't think of the name of the guy who played Ralph. Um, otherwise, I would used him. But or uh, uh, the guy who played uh, Colonel Blake in, in Mash, you know, left to get his own TV series. Or the guy that played Richie Cunningham. What the fuck ever happened to that guy? Yeah, has been total. total. <laughs> has been. But you, know, but, but you know what? It is humorous, Mike. Is that this is the era of. Well, you've all, you're the one that says it all the time, which is this is the era where star or name recognition isn't important anymore. Right. Right. So, um, I, and I think I don't think it's a case of they brought him in oh, because we'll get the Breaking Bad guy. And I think he was for this particular part, especially who he yeah. was playing at the beginning of the series. Um, yeah, it was good. I think he was he was he was it was it was good casting. Um, it wasn't. Right. Just, I don't think it was. Right. Just I mean, I mean it's. Yeah, what what's to say it? Because because you could argue Vincent Cassell was was stunt casting too. But honestly, both him, Vincent Cassell, and Aaron Paul were were great additions to the show. Their characters yeah. fit the, the roles they were playing. The problem was, is no one cares about those characters. They care about Evan Rachel Wood and well, they didn't have time to grow. To, they were told you will care about this character. Yeah, and thrust yeah. kind of in your face. And when we were saying, "Can we, can we see Maeve, please?" And this goes also back to a thing I was saying from the beginning was that we spent way too many episodes focusing on half of our right. characters, and we, you know, which makes it harder, you know, because there are going to be people who like Maeve, there are going to be people who like Dolores, there are going to be people who like um, Charlotte, and there are going to be people who like, um, you know. Uh, Bernard and they need a little something or, or, and the man in black, they all need a little something every episode right. or at least in 75% of the episode, not 50%. Right. Well, and, and, and also you can't just have a, a three second scene where we find out that he didn't attack the robots in Westworld. And so Rachel, uh, Dolores suddenly thinks, Oh, this is my hero or my, the man I want to use because it's like, all, 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 all he was doing was he was playing a lawful good character in a live playing LARP instead of a paper character of a chaotic evil. Thief, yeah, he went. He went. Know? He wouldn't let his. He would not let his friends rape the sex toys. Right. That that, that it, was. It, it, which, it was by the way, wouldn't that be the the CEO's job? You know, it's like this is supposed to be. If, if anything, I would want. I want these people to to rape the sex toys because I don't want them to do it out in the real world. All right, and on that, I think we're done. <laughs> I think so. That's right. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, whatever they let's, want to let's, do with their let's sex kill this thing. Right, Every second we spend talking about this show is the second I'm closer to death. And yeah, I, that's I what we're trying. Westworld yeah. just keep killing me second by second. And you know what's, what's very odd is usually these type of episodes, meaning the season finale episodes and wrap-up episodes, are usually longer. And yet this is going to be the, probably the shortest episode of this podcast. Because, because fuck this show. Because, well, because there, wasn't, it, 
Yeah, that? and you know, it's still to me, it's one episode, but it's the fact that it's the one episode, and I enjoyed. This is supposed to make us want us come back next year, and it did exactly the opposite for me. The thing is, yeah. I don't me, and this is me, and I can speak for me. Um, and no, my you can't get your wife over here. I want <laughs> that, <laughs> Eric. That that post credit sequence is what hooked me to want to see the next season. Okay, that's me. Right, because, now, right, because you want to, you want to see the dinosaurs uh, escaping. I want to see. I want to see the robots escaping, and and that's what. But unfortunately, it was thirty seconds after the credit sequence. Right, sort of like how I know that the final act of Lost World is really stupid, yeah. but I got to see a Tyrannosaurus Rex in a gas station, and that <laughs> made me happy. <laughs> that's a fair point. Yeah, that's so I want to. I I I will be sorry if Westworld is not up to its normal standards, uh, right. or at least its first or second season standards in season four. But I will probably be content to see robots murdering the fuck out of people, especially if one of those robots is Ed Harris dressed as a cowboy in black. Oh my God, he's going to be Yule Brenner. He's the Yule Brenner. Not. not I don't want to see. Yule, he might be. I don't want to see he Ed Harris. Be. I don't want. I don't want to see Ed Harris dressed as a black cowboy because that's that's different and it's be a little racist. All <laughs> yeah, right. I just got a metal image of um, Ed Harris in black. All right, that's that's not. Fucking hilarious. I just want to see more Evan Rachel Wood and yeah, we know Newton fighting each other again. Those those yeah the best. We, yeah. This is okay. This is Dude, we're, we're, that very clear. Is, yeah. It was dead or alive. Several times. All right, go take your cold Fight. shower. <laughs> Fight! Come on, that, uh, I mean, it was it was like Tekken or Mortal Kombat. It's awesome. Fight! Dead or alive. Those games are great. <laughs> Fight! Are you done? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just like saying <laughs> fun. Fight! All right, so um, all right, any. Thoughts uh what we think is gonna happen next season then? Don't care. Mike, what about you? So obviously um I, I think I think they have all sorts of things. There's a there's I still think there might be a missing pearl that are or they did a shitty job retconning the, the color of one of the pearls from last season. I think there's all that you still have to find out what ha- what's going on with Clementine and Musashi's head and Japanese uh, armistice, um, you know, what's going to happen, you know, what, if any sort of time leap are we going to be dealing with? Um, I, I really have no, I'm sure that we're probably going to end up going back to Westworld because I'm sure they'll have the sets rebuilt. And I think that's been for all the complaints. I think the number one complaint from this season has that has not existed in the previous two seasons has been, it's not Westworld anymore. So I think they're going to go back to Westworld for whatever reason they come up with. Interesting. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I do hope that uh, Dolores comes back in some form. Um, I mean, it, you know what? If they, if they had a lot of great characters like Game of Thrones and Dolores died, it wouldn't be a big deal because you still have a lot of great characters, but here the, the characters are so limited that if you kill one of the 
two best characters with that's all that's left, then it's an issue. So if you lose Joffrey or if you lose Rob Stark or, or something like that, it, it may suck or may not suck, but it doesn't affect the rest of the show because you still have a lot of great characters here. It's, it's going to be tough. So and, I hope that... and most of the characters they introduced were great characters, right? So, right. you know, you lost Joffrey and you got Ramsey. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. You know, they, they introduced Brienne in second season. Um, they moved they move uh, uh, the, the head Lannister guy there, uh, Charles Dance, as, as one of the leading characters for a couple of seasons, and he was awesome. Right. All right. So, uh, all right. Sounds good. So I guess that's it. Uh, we don't have anything more to say. Eric is fuck the show and me and Mike are now talking game of Thrones. So I think it means that we're, we're well, you're much... talking game of Thrones and I'm just uh, going along. Right. Right. But you saw my point. I was making an analogy is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So my point, analogy was, is that if, if they lose a great character, they don't have enough great characters to continue. And so sure. the only one left is Maeve. That's the only character left that I give a living shit about. Same here. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yep. Um, all right. So, um, I guess we can thank our listeners for, uh, following us this season uh sorry to end on such a negative no but man did they not stick the landing here yeah yeah i I think we we all agree that it was somewhat of a disappointment um so it is what it is um now if anybody who wants to comment uh you can email us at darkdiscussions at aol.com and we will respond to you as well as uh read your email on uh the upcoming episodes of the dark discussions podcast and we'll let you know what episodes those are um those emails will be uh read on also uh dark discussions at aol.com is the email and then dark discussions podcast, Facebook group. Uh, you can join and talk about Westworld among other things. Uh, if you still want to hear myself, Eric and Mike, uh, we do have another podcast that we, uh, do weekly called dark discussions podcast, where we review various, uh, genre movies. So we've reviewed recently, we've reviewed, uh, such films as after midnight, which is an independent, uh, drama slash horror film. Uh, we reviewed, um, uh, bigger films such as uh, Alien and Seven, for example, and we we do also uh, a lot of VOD, basically a mix and match of of thrillers and horror films. Right, I, I think that's pretty much sums it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks for listening. So uh, Eric, uh, before we leave, uh, you actually do another podcast with your buddy Dan. I do. It's a general interest podcast called the Scancity Podcast. That's spelled A-S-K-A-N-C-I-T-Y. You can find it wherever you got this one. That's right. So uh, you can hear Eric actually on the second podcast, and uh, everybody should definitely definitely, uh, check that one out as well. So with all that stated, Eric, why don't you lead us out? All right. Thanks for tuning in and listening to us uh, wrap up Season 3 of Westworld. Uh, we'll probably be back for season four. Um, until then, everybody stay safe. Take care.